You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, thank you very much to the media for joining us as we are very excited for this upcoming Saturday, February 5th from the Michelob Ultra Arena here in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino here in Las Vegas. It is Fox Sports BBC pay-per-view in our main event, the return of Keith one-time Thurman, the former welterweight champion of the world, as he will take on the former 140-pound champion, Mario Barrios. Also, our co-main event will be Leo Santa Cruz and Keenan Carvajal matching up in a featherweight showdown. The pay-per-view comes your way at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific time. You can purchase it live on Fox Sports BBC pay-per-view. On today's panel, we're going to be joined alongside by some esteemed trainers. They're going to dive into the main event, breaking down Keith Thurman and Mario Barrios. First of all, this man has been the lead trainer of Julian J. Rock Williams, former super welterweight champion of the world, also Kyron Davis, and is really, I would have to say, he's an institution in Philadelphia and in the Philadelphia boxing scene, one of the brightest minds that you will find in the sport, Stephen Bredman Edwards. Bredman, how are you? Hey, Ray, how are you, man? I'm good. Well, I'm looking forward to diving into the fight with you, but also one of your contemporaries, a man on the West Coast. When it comes to Oxnard boxing, this family is so synonymous with it. Former world champion trains his brother, Mikey Garcia, as well. It's been in every situation imaginable and conceivable in boxing. The always entertaining Robert Garcia. Robert, how are you? I'm doing good, Ray. Thanks for having me. Thank, okay. Thanks for inviting me to be part of this. Well, thank you, guys. Well, first of all, guys, I want to break down this, this main event as we look ahead towards Saturday night's fight on Fox Sports BBC pay-per-view. It's been 30 months since Keith Thurman has been in the ring. Now, both of you have had your top fighters have extensive layoffs. One, Julian Williams, a year and a half from 20 to 20, from 2020 to 2021. Robert, you, Mikey Garcia, your brother was off for two and a half years. Can you tell us about the psyche that Keith Thurman might be dealing with heading into this fight against Mario Barrios? Well, look, uh, in, in Mikey's case, you know, he was off for two and a half years. But he wasn't 
he wasn't uh, a world champion yet, or he hadn't, he hadn't been a big name yet. He was a world champion, but not a big name. Never had uh, any any huge uh, huge fights, uh, big paydays. So when he stopped fighting for those two and a half years, he was always in the gym, always hungry, still waiting to to come back. You know, with the possibility of you know being sooner than than the two and a half years. So he's he was always in the gym, always sparring. He he helped all my guys uh, in sparring whenever we needed sparring. So. He was never out. So when he came back, he came back strong. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see, or I don't, you know, me personally, after a fighter wins a couple, two, three, four, I don't even know how much, how much money Thurman made, but he made millions of dollars, a couple millions of dollars. You know, they get comfortable. They, 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 they might, you know, he might not have trained uh, this whole time or, you know, for, for this 30 months. So that could be a big difference. That's the way I see it. And, you know, I don't want to say that he didn't do it. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know him. I don't know how dedicated he is, but my personal opinion, most of the fighters after their start, they start making the million dollar paydays, their life changes and, and, and their, their work habits change also. So I'm, I'm assuming that's part that that's a, a big case that could, could have happened to Thurman. So, you know, uh, it could be a problem for him. Redman, what do you think about the layoff that Thurman has been dealing with? Two and a half years, 30 months is when it's going to be from the time that he steps inside the ring on Saturday night compared to that of July of 2019 when he fought Manny Pacquiao. I, um, I actually agree with Robert. I think that things change with fighters once they start making millions of dollars. Fighters don't admit it openly. But they, things do change. You know, there's a different kind of hunger when a fighter is trying to make it and going to um, that title shot and they want to hear the words. And the new um, is a little different than once you get it and, you know, remaining consistent throughout. And even in Thurman's prom, you know, I could remember he would only fight once a year. Like every year he would just fight once a year when he was fighting the Sean Porters and um, Danny Garcia's of the world. You know, he wasn't he wasn't an active fighter. And then now to take off for two and a half years like that, you know, um, boxing is a game of skill. And um, and the way you build skill is with repetition. And you don't get better at, at doing anything by not doing it for two and a half years. And um, I don't know him personally, you know, um, as far as what his um, program is in the gym and what he does in between fights. But um, it just, you know, it's, in my opinion, it's just counterproductive to be away from boxing that long. And um, I think it's why that I think this fight is going to be more competitive than what people um, think, because it's hard to go through that, uh, you know, two and a half years of not doing something. It's a lot of things that your body has to get readjusted to. You know, it's not just being sharp and throwing punches on the pads. It's, it's being hit. It's making weight. Is you know getting through camp without having an injury. We just seen Gary Russell. Gary Russell was pretty sharp in this fight, but he got an injury. You know, and I'm not saying the injury was because of ring rust, but when you don't use those muscles for a long time, then you you get injuries and stuff. And um, I think uh, I think this fight is going to be a lot tougher than what people uh believe is going to be. You know, some of my favorite fighters growing up were guys who um had layoffs like Sugar Ray Leonard. He was my favorite fighter as a kid. And, you know, as great as he was, you know, if you look at him really, really close and you know his career like I like I do, 
he wasn't the same after he came back. Even with the Hagler victory, you know, his performances was up and down. He would get knocked down constantly. Things just change when you take off. And, um, you know, I think that's going to be a tough fight because of that. Well, we also have two other outstanding trainers that are joining us alongside Robert Garcia and Stephen Breadman Edwards, the head trainer of the welterweight champion in the world, your Dennis Ugas. I'm talking about Ismail Salas. Ismail, a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. It's very, very, very great pleasure to be around. Um, you know, unfortunately, um, we have uh, one of the guys in the welterweight division. He's a, he's a world champion. Um, and I believe uh, we have uh, coming up a big fight. And we are right now, we are in the training camp for it. All right. Well, we're looking forward to talking with you, breaking down this fight. Also, the lead trainer of Errol Spence Jr., the welterweight champion of the world, and also Jermel Charles, the super welterweight champion of the world. Derek James. Derek, how are you? You're doing good. How are you doing today? It is great to talk with you, Derek. I want to get your thoughts. Uh, we just asked a question to both Robert Garcia and Stephen Edwards about the ring rust that Keith Thurman is going to be dealing with on Saturday as he takes on Mario Barrios in the main event on Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view. Derek, from your standpoint, how do you deal with combating ring rust in the gym to try to simulate it uh, for the fight for your fighter? Errol Spence Jr., he hasn't fought in 14 months, but how do you go about trying to knock off the ring rust? I think, it, I think that um, we just have extensive training camp from my perspective. I mean, we start about we train about like months. Like when he fought my, um, Danny Garcia, we trained for like nine months. I mean, that's kind of, but we were not training hard. We were just working on his athleticism, his ability to move, his technique. So it was like every now and then we would do something different. Every week would be something different. We're constantly working on his athleticism. I think with Keith Thurman, one of his key factors of his success is athleticism, the ability to move around and, you know, control the distance and the range and be smart. So I think that that's something that he's going to have to uh, be able to have because, you know, I would say that athleticism is fleeting. So we will only see just how good he is from the level of his athleticism because he's already depend upon being able to move in the ring. So if he can't move in the ring as well, because, you know, it's always fleeting. I and mean, we don't know how long, like, you look at for Mayweather, his athleticism lasts up until he's up 40 something years old. Manny Pacquiao, so he's 40 something years old. I mean, but you look at Roy Jones, he lost his in his 30s. So it just depends on different fighters and how the ability for them to be able to get in and out. So I think that's key strength. And I think that that could be a big difference in the fight. So do you think that his athleticism will lessen at all because he is 33 now and he isn't in his mid to late 20s anymore? Hey, it, I, I can't I can't call that because I think that it's like um, different people are different. I mean, like I said, for me, he's still able to move around and be slick in the ring, but he, he also uses Ford as a mixture of athleticism and intellect. So that's the difference. I mean, Keith Thurman boxes intelligently, but I think that the thing that made him so dominant and to be able to be able to be good in the ring is him able to be, to be able to move in the ring and be in and out in the slickness and the reaction time. So I think that that's what we'll kind of tell what kind of fight it is that he has because of uh, if he had an eight-week, 10-week, 12-week training camp or if he had a three or four-month training camp because he is a little older 
And I think it takes a little bit longer uh, to uh, get in shape. Ismael, with Thurman losing his first and only loss in his last timeout against Manny Pacquiao, a man who your fight, your Dennis Ugas, was able to defeat last August. Do you think that mentally there might be something playing uh, either for or against Thurman uh, in terms of how he, what he has to do in order to bounce back? What do you think is going through his mind? Yeah, you know, you know what? I, most important thing, uh, and every one of the guys I've been listening is uh, something you need to realize in, in all sports uh, is the longevity, sport longevity. So when you're talking about boxing, it's a highly co coordinated sport. Um, you have to have a very high uh, explosivity all together. Okay, in to keep that way, to keep that way to, to the the level he is right now, he needs to keep work with the old quality. It's not the training camp, full training camp, it's just work with the many coordination, you know, to keep his uh, performance high. This is the concern because when you're talking about the ring rust, it's, mm -hmm. it's uh, something to deal with. The ring rust is, is, is bad, but at the same time, if you can manage the ring rust at the gym, doing a many, many work, no need to be so intense work. You have to control the intensity of the work to keep the, the guy fresh and not lose the coordination, the ability, let's say. Yeah. The boxing ability has to be there because it's something we're born with. I see. So uh, if you can see any a good and old fighter, first thing he lost, the ability mm. to do different, different work during the, the fight. Because you have to react. Boxing is the sport. You every action must you have a reaction. This is this is posing about. So we don't need to think. We need to react. Yeah, you got to so, be sharp, essentially. Exactly. And then we 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 need to keep the guy at the gym uh, doing it. I got a, a longevity fighter like Rislandi uh, uh, Lara right now. He's been working with me. We don't have a day yet, but he's been working with me two months. But I trained only three times a, a, a week. Uh, so many coordination exercises, so many uh, to keep his ability in his standard. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, now let's talk about uh, Tarman. Yeah. Uh, Tarman uh, is two and a half years, he being out of the fight. He lost with uh, Manny Pacquiao. Um, and I believe that fight he lost because he lost the ability to control the aggression of Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao. Okay. So it's, a, it's the main main cause of the, the loss. He was there. He was in front of Manny Pacquiao. And Manny Pacquiao, he, he was the guy who, who came early round and he, he dropped him. And the cause to mess all the fight. And that's why he lost. And after that, no one knows what we've been doing. We expecting he come to this fight with Barrio in good shape, in good, with all his ability and the highest standard. But if not, remember, he will lose. Yeah. Because 
Barrio is a very competitive fighter, is very solid, Mexican, a strong fighter, and French. So, mm, and to me, okay, if I say about the name, Carmen, but yeah. if I tell you about the, what I see in the ring, Barrio. Okay, interesting. Well, let's talk about Mario Barrios. Robert, what did you learn in Barrios's loss at the hands of Gervonta Davis at the end of June last year? Barrios is also coming off of the first loss of his career. He's been more active, but what did you take away from his performance against Gervonta Davis? You know what, first of all, I want to tell Mr. Salas uh, how much I admire listening to him, the way he talks, the way he explains things. It's just uh, something that I look up, somebody that I actually look up to when it comes to boxing. So, you know, my respects to him. But look, thank, uh, thank you. Mario Barrios is a, uh, is a young fighter that, uh, that wants to be great. He still hasn't had the million dollar paydays like, like Keith Thurman has. So that's, that's why I, I think Barrios has a great chance. He knows this fight changes his life for himself, his family, his team, they, it changes their life. He's a, he's a warrior. He's dedicated. Uh, I know, I know the kid is very dedicated. I know he, he's always, you know, training. I know him because I have a lot of fighters that are from San Antonio, Texas. So I know he's very dedicated and, uh, and I know he's going to do whatever it takes to become, to, to, to win this fight because he's, he's not only challenging a former world champion, but he's also moving up in weight, which is a challenge for him but he's big enough, he's tall enough where he might even compete better at Walterway. I, I, I truly believe Mario Barrios has a great chance of, 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 of beating Thurman, especially if Thurman has been off, you know, he's been off for so long and he made millions of dollars. So that changes anybody. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how he trains. I don't know how his training camp is. He's going to say he's been training for 10, 12 months nonstop, but he could be saying that when I say it might not be true. So, you know, I, I can't wait for this fight because I'm, I'm actually excited about this fight. But I, I really think Barrios has whatever it takes, what, what it takes to, to win. Well, at this time, we want the media because we know a lot of media members are on. They want to ask you guys questions about this fight. It is a trainer's roundtable. Make sure to raise your hand and go ahead. And once we call upon you, unmute yourself and ask your question to these outstanding trainers, Stephen Bradman Edwards, Robert Garcia, Ismail Salas, Derek James, some unbelievable minds. Uh, Kelly Swanson will go ahead and delegate who asked the questions. But by all means, if you have a question, raise your hand and we will call upon you. Kelly? And thank you so much. We'll go with John Whistler. John, go ahead with your question. Go ahead. Um, I was wondering, anybody can answer, what, is it, what kind of a fight does Barrios have to fight in order to win? What does he have to do to win this fight? Um, who is that meant for? You can, you, you can go. Go ahead, Brad, man. You, you, you take it. Um, I think, you know, it's funny. Um, I can remember it was like, you know, um, like guys like Earl Spence used to call Thurman out, um, you know, years ago before Earl won the title. And I, I used to always say to myself that uh, Earl would, would, would defeat Thurman because I felt like that Thurman 
he moves, but his his movement is really not like overly efficient. Like he kind of like glides around the ring and he jumps in and out with big shots. And I felt like a guy like Earl would pressure him behind an educated jab and Earl kind of keeps his feet up under him and um, keep his hands in punching position. I just thought that he would like what we call, what we call it in the gyms in Philly. Like I thought he would run Thurman hot where he would make him move and expend more energy than what he would be willing to do. And um, I feel like Mario, um, I don't think he's as talented as Earl, but I think that if he fights that kind of fight where he's putting pressure on Thurman, because Thurman is a big puncher, but he really doesn't come forward. He kind of like bounces around the ring and jumps in and out with his shots. And I feel like uh, you just don't give him room. Mario shouldn't give him room to kind of like build up ahead of steam to land big shots. I think he has to go um, put pressure on him with an educated jab, um, keep his hands up, stay in punching position, stay tight because Thurman will hit you with a big shot and kind of walk Thurman down and put pressure on him with a good jab. Don't over punch because you don't want to get clipped with nothing because he's fighting a bigger guy. But I think you've got to kind of step to Keith Thurman. Even though he's a big puncher, I don't think you want to give him room because if you give him room, you kind of give him um, a chance to like load up and, and build up ahead of steam with his punches. So I think he got to put smart, educated pressure behind a good jab. And uh, I actually I actually think Mario is going to win the fight, believe it or not. I know it's a big upset, but I think um, I think he has what it takes to win the fight. Robert and, uh, you know, Derek, if you guys want to chime in on that question yeah. from John. Go ahead, Ray. I, if they well, want to I, jump in. I think that, I mean, I'm going to piggyback on basically what Bradman said. I think it's more about pressure. But I'm not going to say Barrios is going to win. I'm not even, I'm not, I mean, I just want to see a good fight. So I'm not calling calling the, uh, the winner, but I'm saying is that I believe that Barrios has to be aggressive. He has to not. The key element to success for him is not to let Keith Thurman be himself because Keith Thurman is great if you let him be great. But if you do anything to interrupt who he is and the type of fight he wants to fight, I think that's where you really have a, an advantage. I think he has to come out there and be aggressive and not necessarily let Keith be Keith because if you let him be Keith, he's going to be phenomenal. He's going to box him all day long, I believe. Thanks, Derek. Anybody else? Uh, we already did hear from Ismail and Robert on that. So let John. Anything else? Just, just uh, like to get Robert Garcia's uh, take. Go ahead. Did he Robert? You know, I, I I agree with Derek, and uh, you know they are uh, they have a point. You know, when it comes to you know being aggressive, but you know being aggressive doesn't you know necessarily mean you're gonna have to rush into a fight because you you're gonna get caught. You know. Thurman hits very hard, is very powerful, has great reflex also. So you got to be careful. You got to do it smart way. I, you know, I don't know uh, what the game plan is, but that would be my my uh, suggestion is, you know, to be aggressive, but do it in the smart way. Don't rush uh, into throwing punches. Don't reach into punches. You know, obviously work on, you know, be very careful with your hands up, walking into punches. But that, that's that's what, uh, what 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 Barrios needs to do, and uh, and I personally, you know, I know Derek doesn't want to pick a winner, but I pick Barrios. I think Barrios has the tools to to pull it off. In other words, don't get in a slugfest. Yep. yep. Uh, in my personal opinion, is I totally agree with uh, Stephen and and Robert, and my best regard for both of them. Uh, one thing I I like to make sure. If Barrio can keep well educated with the front hand, 
is the key. Well educated. You can, uh, it's, uh, you, I mean, aggression is a smart way to be aggression because you have one guy, one punch KO. So this team means if you have a good front hand, let's say the jab, jab, yeah, always make variation, you know, always mix it up and be smart. But one thing, he have a front footer, he have to be a front footer with the, the always keep the pressure, but a smart way, totally with the guys, uh, Robert and Stephen, what they say. Thank you so much. Okay, John, thanks so much. And um, we're next, we're gonna go to Jeremy, Jeremy Haragas. Go ahead, Jeremy. Got it, I'll, I'll direct this one. Uh, Sorry about that. Um, I'm going to direct this question towards Stephen. Um, and if anyone likes to add to it, it would be. Jeremy, you're cutting out. Yeah, I got muted again. <laughs> All right. Uh, for Stephen, uh, and if anyone would like to jump in, that would be fantastic. Um, Mario Barrios is coming off of a TKO loss. Um, how, how, how does that affect uh, a fighter's psyche when that happens? And what do you do to kind of counteract that? What are you looking from, from a fighter when that happens? Um, uh, let me, let me, it's a great place and thank you for the opportunity <laughs> good oh brother. that was a good one um so he with he asked me he said uh how do uh how do I prepare a guy coming off of a TKO loss for a fight like this? Is that what he asked me? Because they were cutting that's, in. That's correct. Yeah. Um, you know what, man? Um, that's a great question. Um, basically, man, you know, in, in, in football, you got to have a short memory. Like a cornerback, if he gets burnt, you know, we got to have a short memory. And, um, you know, uh, when Julian got clipped by Charlo with that big shot, you know, I just like kind of like compartmentalized it. And I said, man, listen, that was a great shot. I felt as though I took a positive out of it. I was like, man, you was fighting your ass off. I thought you fought a great fight. You was hitting him with some great shots and you got to get a guy credit. You know, anybody would have went on that kind of shot. You get hit with a shot like that. So we compartmentalized it. Um, we went back to the gym and uh, I let him spar with no hair girl on the first time he sparred, you know, and I just wanted to let him know that, you know, I had confidence in him. And then, you know, believe it or not, uh, I sent them to camp with Triple G. You know, it was 2017 at the time. I think Triple G was getting ready for Canelo. And I seen Abel Sanchez at a fight. And I was like, man, you know, I got a kid that could come to camp with you. And I wanted him to be in there with a big puncher. And I wanted him, you know, to get his mojo and get his confidence back. You know, and um, I sent him out there. And I flew out there. I flew out to Big Bear to watch him work. And, you know, he held his own. It was great sparring. And I said, man, see, anybody could get clipped, you know? And it's about compartmentalizing it, giving the guy confidence. It's about letting him know that he's not alone. You know, um, I told him some of the best fighters in the history of boxing got clipped. Tommy Hearns was clipped. Roberto Duran was clipped. You know, it can happen to anybody, you know? And 
and you got to watch him, obviously, because, you know, getting knocked out is not a good thing, but it's not the end of the world either. And, you know, eventually, you know, he, he got his confidence back. It probably took a couple of fights, but I seen little things in him. And, you know, once I saw he had his confidence back, it was ready to roll. Obviously, Mario Barrios was just clipped in his last fight, so it's not a rebuilding process. He's going right back in there. Um, uh, you know, I think it depends on the type of person you are. Some guys are like happy-go-lucky guys. We're getting knocked out is like it's not really a big deal to them. They don't really overthink it. Like a guy like Manny Pacquiao, he got hit by Marquez, and you know he's all happy. And it's like No Needle Denaire is another guy who that stuff doesn't seem to bother. You know, I don't know Mario personally. I kind of just know him in passing. So I don't. He seems like a happy-go-lucky guy that can kind of put that behind him. But even in, in the fight with with, with Tank Davis. You know, I think that people get too caught up on wins and losses. He was fighting his butt off in that fight. He was doing some real good stuff. He had Davis, um, you know, really, really thinking. I mean, Floyd went to the corner and told him he was losing. So that was a really competitive fight. You know, Mario made a mistake and he got caught. I think it's all how you compartmentalize it. You know, you got to massage a fighter's ego and you got to let him know that he's not alone. And, and you got to show him that you still got confidence in him because, you know, Getting knocked out is not the biggest deal in the world. It's only a big deal now because everybody on social media and they make it a big deal and they make fun of you and things like that. I tell fighters, stay away from social media, man. You got to be mentally strong and you got to kind of massage their ego and like build build up their self-esteem to a point where they're willing to go back in there and they're not gun-shy. You know, uh, being gun-shy and being knocked out is different than just being knocked out. One of my favorite fighters, Tommy Hearns, he get knocked out. It didn't mean nothing to him. he go right in the next fight and try to knock your head off. Vander Holyfield was the same way. He got knocked out by Reddick Bow. The next year, he was knocking Mike Tyson out. So I, I don't know how Mario is, but the number one thing you got to do is build up their self-esteem because a knockout is sort of embarrassing. So you want to build up their self-esteem and just let them know it happens to the best fighters in the history of boxing. It can happen to anybody, you know, anybody could, could, could get clipped. I don't care who you are. And once that, once that part of it is out of the way, then, you know, if you got a real fighter, you get past that, man, and you move past it. Okay, thanks so much. We're going to go on to the next one. You guys try to keep your comments short so everyone can share their thoughts on the question. I'm sorry, I, Kelly. That's okay. Not too short, but short enough. Right. I don't want to hold you up. It's dinner time here on the East Coast. So stand by. Lori, we'll go ahead with Lori Hanshaw. Lori? Hi, this is Lo Hanshaw with Behind the Gloves. Thank you for your time. I did want to ask, this does go out to um, the entire full panel. Um, I would like to know your thoughts on if you think this fight is going to go the full 12 rounds. Um, and if it doesn't go the full 12 rounds, how do you think it's going to end? Go ahead, Derek, you start. Well, you know, I really don't know. I think that it all depends on, like you said, the type of fighter that Keith Thurman is. And, and if um, Mario is able to implement his, uh, implement the pressure and uh, kind of put the pressure on him behind his jab and make him constantly feel him. I don't, I don't, I don't know who will win the fight. I just care that I see a good fight. And I think that uh, it will go the distance. Robert? I, I think this fight goes the distance. I think it will be a very close fight. Maybe, you know, split decision, something like that. But, uh, you know, I think it'll go to Warriors. 
Ismail. Yeah, for me, is for me the the best chance to Tarman to win their fight is from round four to to six by a stop a stoppage, or if we go to distance, will be very close fight, very close decision, but in favor of Barrio. And Stephen. Uh, I think the fight will go the distance. Um, I think it's going to be a very close fight also. I wouldn't be surprised to see both guys go down and both guys hurt. Um, I expect a little bit of controversy. Um, I think it's going to be a close draw kind of fight, but I think Mario Barrios will get the edge in the, on the decision. Well, this is some exciting news here from top trainers <laughs> in boxing. Holy cow. All right. Thank you, Lori. We're going to go on to Marcus Hayes. Marcus. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Yep, go ahead. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I'd like to start off with uh, Coach Silas. Uh, Coach, uh, you, yeah. talked, uh, you talked earlier about mitigating ring rust. Um, you do that through drills and sparring. What, do you, what exactly do you do to uh, keep a guy who's a little bit longer in the tooth uh, in the game for longer. What what exactly do you do? You talked about drills and sparring. What type of coordination exercises do you have the guys doing? Okay, they have they have a few. You, you have two kind of situation. One is ring rust from the jump fighter, and ring rust for longevity fighter. Okay, so for me, if you say uh, with the a uh, jump fighter, this happened to me uh, one season when Juriotis Gamboa. Uh, it was of uh, the 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 uh, fight for almost a year, so I I always I put in him once a week sparring to keep him short and sharp. I'm no long long sparring. He was young in that time. Okay, in in the case you got a guy for uh, already with many fight like a Tarman, let's say like Jordan Ugas, like so so many. You know, so what I'm doing is that there are many drills to create, uh, work with the uh, coordination and work with the ability. So ability, you can you can look in general term if with the, any other exercise, no boxing exercise. But they have a special ability where you're working, especially with the drills inside the gym. So uh, try to keep him uh, the ring rust try to keep him working in those ability, depend of the situation. Who is the guy you got? You have the four, you know. So uh, it's important for me. Uh, boxing is like what I say: we are one punch away from disaster, and that's it. So as long you create, what is boxing about? Is offense, defense, and counter. This is a basic ability you have to uh, maintain in any fighter, to have a good offense, to have a good defense, and then you can have good counter fighter. So uh, I, I love I love the this all kind of situation. I love to always challenging, put the all the ability, the guys, the coordination, depending of the age. What I say, I, I hope I. I can satisfy your uh, question. And lastly, Coach Silas and uh, Coach Garcia, actually, uh, I'd like to ask you both. We've heard a lot about how you can game plan uh, 
or how Mario Barrio should approach uh, taking down Keith Thurman. But if you're on the opposite side of the corner and you're fighting Barrios, how do you lead Keith Thurman to victory on Saturday night? Starting with Coach Garcia. You know what, Keith Thurman has the experience, has been in, in, in world-class fights many times. He's made, you know, a lot of, a lot of money also in, in those fights, fight the big names. Uh, so, you know, he, he's already used to it. So for him, just be himself. Don't, uh, don't get caught into, into, uh, into Barrio's uh, game plan, you know. Don't, let, don't fall into it. Just be yourself. Use your angles. He moves around very well. He's got great power, great counter punching also. So look for those punches, you know. Fight smart and, and look for those punches. We'll look for, look for Barrios to make those mistakes because if, if, if somebody makes mistakes, I think it's going to be Barrios. Maybe, maybe he get, gets a little desperate. Maybe he, his experience is going to might hurt him also. If he doesn't have the same experience as, as, as Thurman has. So take advantage of those moments. Take advantage of those counter punches when, when Barrios makes mistakes, you know, uh, that, that's what I would, you know, advise him, you know, he's, he already is a great fighter, a former world champion, a, 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 actually a great one. So, you know, just be himself. Don't fall into, into, into Barrios game plan. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, now we're going to go to our last question. It's from Cynthia Conte. Cynthia, go ahead. Cynthia, go ahead. Hey guys, thanks for your time. Great to see you guys. Um, it's a little hard to hear you, Cynthia. Can you pick, Cynthia? Can you pick up your phone? It's hard to hear you. Can you hear me now? It'd be better if you came off. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm on my computer. Can you hear me now? Kind of, it's it's a little rough. So we know that Keith Thurman is coming off a two-day loss. In your opinion, to all trainers, do you feel that he has a lot of pressure in order to succeed since he's a former world champion in order to beat Mario Barrios, or do you feel Mario Barrios has a lot of pressure in order to be victorious over a former world champion and uh, to show he's arrived? Who are you asking that to? Any of the trainers. Derek, go ahead. I missed the question. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> okay, we're right here. Come on, Derek. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Do you think okay, do you think do you think Keith Thurman has a lot of pressure on his shoulders to come out and win, be victorious? over Mario Barros in a fight that a lot of fans did not care to see, but we are now craving to watch. I think that what I, I got, you. I think that um, he might, but then at the same time, it's like, um, he has a lot of things away and he has his uh, inactivity. He has, uh, you know, I, I think that's a little different. I think that at the same time, I think Mario Barrios, he has to, Keith has to be able to adjust to Mario Barrios speed. And being a smaller guy, normally smaller guys are way faster than bigger guys. So I think that the pressure may be on him. I think that um, we'll see. I mean, it's really up to him. I think that he's always, every fight I always feel like they have something to prove. And I mean, and him being off for two years, he wants to shut everybody up from even mentioning it. So I think that 
that'll be the difference in the tenacity of him. So uh, we'll see. Anyone else want to chime in before we wrap this thing? Yeah, uh, um, I say, uh, analyzing all the situation, I listen all the, the great trainer now we have around, uh, analyzing all of them. To me, I think the, uh, for the uh, Thurman experience, if he can control the tempo using his experience, he can, he can get the win. But if he cannot control the tempo, and then he will get, you know, off at the end of the fight. The fight go the long, he, if he no control the tempo, he cannot make a statement and then bury. It's key, key point there, who control the tempo, who dance in my own tempo. That's it for me. <clears throat> Robert, any, why don't we go Robert, then Steven, then Ray will take it back and say goodbye. You know, going to going to Cynthia's uh, question on 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 uh, if if uh, Thurman has a pressure, I, I I think he has a lot of pressure into into winning this fight. He you know before the Pacquiao fight, the way he was talking and the way he was acting, he wasn't supposed to lose that fight. He wasn't, and he lost it, and he got dropped, and no you know he wasn't expecting that. I think Barrios has nothing to to lose, everything to gain. I think the, the pressure is definitely 100% on Thurman. Um, I, um, I agree with Robert. I think that, um, I think that there's a lot of pressure on Keith Thurman. Um, Manny Pacquiao was an older fighter. Keith Thurman did not go into that fight. You know, he went in that fight thinking he was going to get Manny Pacquiao's name on his resume to build him the superstar status. And to lose to an older fighter like that and get knocked down and hurt, it's, it's damaging to your ego. Um, now, I do think there is some pressure on Mario Barrios because he is coming off of a loss. And no young fighter wants to lose two fighters, two fights in a row. So you kind of go to the back of the pile if you go to your new division and lose two fights in a row. But it's definitely more pressure on Keith Thurman. He's the big name. He's the ex-world champion. He wasn't supposed to lose to Manny Pacquiao. If he wins this fight, he has a huge pay-per-view against somebody somewhere. You know, it's a lot of pressure on Keith Thurman to win this fight. So I agree with Robert. Yep. Yeah, totally agree with you guys. It's uh, a lot of pressure. Uh, I, I believe it uh, will be the last train for Thurman, what we call it, the last train. If he can jump on the train, he can go another way long. But if he missed the train, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. So it's the depression on. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, I want to thank all of the trainers, Robert Garcia, Stephen Bredman, Edwards, Ismail Salas, also Derek James. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for your knowledge. We all look forward to Friday or Saturday, February 5th, here in Las Vegas on PBC Fox Sports pay-per-view live from the Michelob Ultra Arena here in Las Vegas. Gentlemen, thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing thank all you. of your individual thank fighters you. competing real soon. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Yes. And thank you, Derry. Hope to see you very, very soon. Very soon. <laughs> very, very Have a great soon. one, everybody. We'll see you during Thanks, the rest everybody. of the week. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. See you guys later. Bye-bye, yeah.
Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button below so that you can receive an alert every time we upload a new video. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.